Hello, welcome to day three of Podmas. Merry Christmas, Feliz Navidad. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm Al. I'm Leanne. And you are now listening to day three of Podmas, which is, for anyone who's not listened to day one and two, Leah, Podmas. Is your countdown to Christmas via the medium of podcasts. So you see what we did there? We <laughs> took the first three letters of podcast and we took the last three letters of Christmas and we stuck them together. Yes. To make Podmas. Otherwise it would have to be... Christcast, which wouldn't really work, would it? I think I'm, I'm sure there is a Christcast out there, but I'm sure it's something very different to what we're doing here. <laughs> and we're definitely not qualified to talk about that. No. Okay, so day three is all about Spain. Feliz Navidad. Yeah. Uh, which means happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> happy it is a classic tune as well, isn't it? It is. It must be about 50 years old, though. Yeah, I do quite enjoy the uh, more recent Michael Bublé version as well, though. Ooh, don't tell the Spanish that. Mm. They will not be happy. So, you're probably wondering what the hell Spanish people do at Christmas. In fact, you're probably not wondering that. It's just that you thought, oh, let's just find out what these kids are talking about this week or today. <laughs> and that's what we'll be talking about, what people are doing in Christmas in Spain. We I feel qualified to say that because we lived in Spain for four and a half, five years. We like did, yeah. Uh, before we started moving around. Um, and um, yeah, it's pretty cool around Christmas. It's very cool around Christmas. So where do we start, Leah? I think we start where any, any good festive season starts, and that's with the decorations, right? Of course. So yeah, I mean it's 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 typical of any any Western country really that goes all out on the Christmas decorations. As I'm sure you know, um, Spain is a majority Catholic, so it is a very very big celebration of the year. Second only probably Easter. Mm. And we should maybe do a, another episode on that one day about yeah. Easter because Easter is epic Amazing. in Spain. Um, but yeah, in terms of decorations. All the lights, the, particularly if you're in Andalusia and you have the opportunity to go to Malaga, mm. uh, Calle de Larios has the most amazing Christmas lights. There's an arch that go all the way up this really, really long street that slightly uphill. Um, so you see like the, like the, it's like a tunnel of lights, isn't it? Mm -hmm. They make so you can see it kind of smaller because it, it's really cool. It's very, very festive. Um, another big things that they have are called Belens, uh, which is not what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, Belen is a Spanish word for Bethlehem and it's um, it's nativity scenes. So you'll see life-size nativity scenes in, in the major cities, which is, which is kind of cool. Um, and then trees, as you'd imagine. There's a tree everywhere, mm -hmm. lots of lights. It's just really, really pretty. It is. It's cool. And as you'd imagine from the Spanish, they, they dress very stylishly for winter. Uh, they say that um, the Spanish dress for the season, not for the weather. Um, and so you'll find that probably early November, even if it's still 28 degrees outside, they will have scarves on, hats on, um, fancy coats. And they all and walking up to Calle Larios or in, in, wherever you are in, in, in Spain, uh, Madrid, you'll see some, some very stylish looking people um, in winter clothing. Mm. So... We have the decorations we talked about. Um, where's where are we going next? What are we talking about next? I think after after decorations, we want to know about the food, right? Of course, of course. Well, what's interesting is that in uh, the UK, certainly, um, uh, and I know in America, um, it's turkey is is your is what you have for your Christmas dinner. Um, we talked about Croatia a couple of days ago, but in Spain, they there's no turkey to be found. 
Um, they There's have, no turkeys in Spain. Well, the, uh, do you know what? I don't know. Maybe there are turkeys in Spain, but they don't have it necessarily at Christmas. So what do they have? They have seafood. Ah, of course. Yeah, because of course, I mean, lots of seafood. They've got the Mediterranean on one side, they've got the Atlantic on the other. Um, it's a uh, uh, So they tend to have lots of lobsters and prawns, uh, seafood stew. Um, what else is quite, quite, well, a bit more traditional in the north, if you go around Castilla y Leon, which is kind of Madrid upwards, maybe about an hour north of Madrid, um, and they tend to go for something called cochinillo, which is suckling pig. Mm. Oh, God, we've I had that. I remember that. that. Mm. I remember that. Now, to be fair, they are suckling piglets, so they are quite small. And again, if you are a vegan and still listening, then probably we're probably not the right podcast for you because we will be talking about this kind of thing. But and Spain is probably not the right place for you over <laughs> Christmas either, let's be honest. No, probably not. Pescatarians will get by, but... Yeah, Mm-mm. vegans, not so much. Um, but um, cochineo uh, is roast suckling pig, and it is gorgeous. The, the skin is all crispy, and the meat mm. is all... Oh, God, I'm dribbling just thinking about it. And they do it with the um, potatoes pod breast, which is just like the slice of the potatoes oh. that they put under it with peppers and loads of olive oil, so it's all just soft and juicy and... If My you ever, God, we need to go back to Spain immediately. We do. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I'm that excited. I just <laughs> fist pumped the table and sent shockwaves across the podcast. <laughs> if you if you are looking for some kind of winter dish, then look up patatas, as in potato, patatas pobres, pobres as in poor. Um, and it's traditionally like it's called poor potatoes because I'm guessing that back in the day when people didn't have much money, then it's a very cheap way to make something that's high calorific value filling um and just uses vegetables and uh, and um, peppers Basically. and the same with migas as well actually is it migas? Mm. so migas again which is a dish you see very much in the in the winter period um it's just breadcrumbs usually the bread from the couple of days before that's gone all dry that they 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 grate down into small breadcrumbs and they mix it with a fuckload of olive oil <laughs> a lot of garlic the tiny little leftover bits of chorizo that knocking around maybe the odd bit of onion um, and just mix it all together and just give you a bowl of it. And it sounds weird and it's delicious. It really is. It's, it's, it's not It's not if you're on a diet, but it's definitely good. Now, if we go a little bit further up to the northwest, which is Cat- Catalan, is that northwest? Catalan is northeast. Is it? So it's northeast. Um, then you go to something, which I don't know how to say this because I think Catalan has its own language. Um, and it's a galette, G-A-L-E-T-S. And it's a soup. That's usually got huge pasta shells, which are stuffed with mincemeat and then floating around in a meaty soup. Now, it's not for you, Liam, but for some people, that sounds really nice. Mm. Um, in terms of sweet, then the most famous one is uh, turron, uh, which is a typical sweet and it's type of nougat made with almonds. And it comes from the Alicante region. There's lots of different types of turron um, for sale, but uh, there's peanuts, there's walnuts, there's all this kind of stuff. But uh, you'll find that everywhere around Christmas time. And it's a strange texture of, of you said nougat, you say nougat, I say nugget, but then that's <laughs> not being surprised really, is it? But it's such a weird texture. It's almost like powdery. Mm-hmm. Like it, it kind of just dissolves in your mouth. It's it's odd, but it is it is tasty. It's yeah. just texturally a bit different to perhaps what you've you've had before. Like eating sugared sand. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't sound very nice, but uh, you should definitely try it. Hold on. And the last thing I want to talk about is something called the polvorones um, and the, uh, man- now I don't know how to say this, I think it's mantecados, 
mantiqueros. Mm. Um, and they, you see them in supermarkets, and what they are is um, basically just sweets or biscuits made from lard. Mmm, nice. Nice. Um, at risk of offending any Spanish listeners, I'm afraid the Spanish aren't great at biscuits, I don't think, or anything kind of around that, in my opinion. Now, I, I just want to just put Leanne's look at me going, what the hell are you talking about? I just want to say that if we're comparing it to the UK, which are very good at biscuits, in my opinion, and obviously the French, where the word biscuit comes from, um, then they're very different. So perhaps it's unfair to say they're not very good. Perhaps it's perhaps more like to say it's a very different taste if you're coming from somewhere like the UK or France. Yes. Yes, I think that's fair. They, yeah, they tend to taste the same as well. Um, you'll get like six different varieties and they all just basically taste like almonds. But um, that's not a bad thing. I think they, they excel in other places for they us, do. for us personally. There we go. They that's excel in other places. And mainly they're from Cadiz is the most famous place where these polvorones comes from. And polvo, I think, polvo's powder. So it might be something to do with the... Uh, oh, so it's a similar thing, don't, isn't it? They do yeah. kind of like... Turn to dust. Yeah, it tastes like biscuits that you've had in the cupboard for a week and a half. <laughs> anyway, right. Sorry about that, Spanish. But you do everything else so marvelously well. Wine, meat, morphia. Mm. Oh, man. Anyway, where are we going next? So next is, as I said, Spain is majority Catholic. So as you can imagine, there are some religious things that happen around Christmas time as well. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the most, um, I think spectacular really, um, is the the parade that they do um, with the, um, the Statue of the Virgin Mary um, and, and usually other aspects of nativity scene as well um around the the streets of of all towns and villages we lived in a place called colmenar which is about 30 kilometers north of malaga there's only about three thousand people in the mm -hmm. entire village um and even they had their own christmas eve parade um with brass the brass bands and it's 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 somewhere between happy and melancholy colony colony melan melancholy I think melancholic. melancholy. I think melancholy. Colic? <laughs> it's somewhere between sad and happy, you know? <laughs> it's moving. <laughs> moving. I want to go to the melancholy, by the way. Yeah, and I think actually, I don't think it was in Colmenar, but I think wasn't there somewhere else, maybe Malaga, there was actually like a, a donkey with some, like a couple dressed up as Mary and Joseph. Potentially. I'm sure that, or maybe that was Granada, actually. But yeah, it's very, it's very, it's very, and all the the parish tends to follow behind them. They they they'll walk for ten feet. They'll stop and play some more music. Then they'll walk again. There's drums. This thing goes on for a while. So as you can imagine, <laughs> in Spain, what they tend to do is that they'll they'll do it on the main route of the village where all the the bars and cafes are. Um, so people will tend to sit with a a coffee or a carajillas, which is a um a spirited coffee um alcoholic coffee um and then people just kind of like bobbing and out weren't they it's like warm mm -hmm. up for a little bit next to the fire and then go back out and watch some more but the whole point is is they they parade um down from the the parish church which is typically on top of a hill mm -hmm. um down through through the town and then work their way back up for midnight when they have midnight mass which a lot of people yeah i mean it's obviously it's catholic so it's quite a quite a big thing there um so yeah, it was really cool. I think you, particularly if you can get to Andalusia and you can get into the country, mm. um, Malaga is is amazing. You know, Cayenne, Granada, Sevilla, Sevilla, all those amazing places, Cadiz, amazing places. But if you can really get into the country, you start to get to the heart of Spain. 
Yes, and it's quite an intimate experience, then, isn't it? There's not. I mean, if you if you look at the pictures, particularly from um, from Easter, the parades are insane. Like the size of them and the the people, it, it's huge crowds uh, pre-COVID, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it is a lot more intimate if you you can get out into a a smaller village. I think we actually. Um, made one as well over over summer and i can't remember what it was but that was in um mihas which is a similar kind of mountain mm-hmm. mountain town but yeah it is it is lovely and whether you're religious or not there's something very beautiful really about seeing a community come together and, mm-hmm. and celebrate christmas in the way they do absolutely okay so what's next on our list leah well, moving on from Christmas, mm-hmm. um, Christmas lasts quite a long time in Spain, right? <laughs> First Sunday of Advent, which is usually the end of November, beginning of December, right through to January. Um, and in there, you've got New Year. Tell us a bit about New Year in Spain, Alex. So New Year is, it's a bit of a, it's not a strange one. Is the, I suppose it's just that it's not quite the same as, say, the UK or um, where everyone gets together and, you know, just gets as drunk as they can before 11, before 12 o'clock. Um, and there's the Big Ben, but th- there is parties in the street and so forth. But the weird thing is that around, I shouldn't say weird, because that's not fair. Interesting. That sounds, the interesting thing is that around midnight, uh, when the first like 12 seconds come in of midnight, you have to eat 12 grapes. Is that right? Yeah. So they'll, they'll sell little pots of grapes, 12 grapes, either in supermarkets or even some of the cafes and um, supermarkets had them, didn't they? Um, so they'll, they'll they'll sell you a, a little pot of 12 grapes. And the idea is for the, the each dong of the bell at midnight, mm-hmm. you have to put a grape into your mouth and eat it. And if you fail to eat all your grapes by the time the 12th bell tolls, then you have bad luck for the rest of the year. Mm. It's a lot of pressure. It is. And also it's quite bad luck if you choke on a grape as well. <laughs> intense we only did it once it was intense i'm not sure we managed it. i think we had to stuff them in like i think we got them in i'm not sure we swallowed i think we kind of had a bit of a hamster situation going on so after new year then it's the final part of christmas which is possibly one of the most important in fact if i am i right in thinking that this was when the traditionally kids would get their presents on the 6th of january Yes, yes, the epiphany. And I, I don't think it's, I think in a lot of countries that was a tradition. I think in Spain, from what we, we understood talking to people, um, that they very much still get the majority of their presents and the big celebrations still happen on the 6th of January, which is Three Kings or in Spanish, Al. Los Reyes, no, no, uh, tres, tres Reyes, Tres Reyes. Oh God, I'm sorry for those people listening who can speak Spanish. Um, Los Tres Reyes, Reyes. Um, Leanne's just quickly Googling it. But anyway, Three Kings, and it's the idea of the Three Kings, The um, which I, I'm not very religious, but there are three kings who brought gifts from afar. I remember the song, um, Frankincense, Myrrh, and Gold or something. Um, but you're probably shouting and knowing exactly what these three kings are called, but I can't remember. And the idea is that through most of the major cities, there's a huge procession. So think back to an 80s fate where you've got um, big flatbed lorries with people sitting on top. You know, basically, you know, if you've ever been to Pride... It's like that, but with lots of different themed trucks on it. Um, and they drive through. So there might be a Disney themed truck. There might be an underwater themed truck. And in each one of those trucks, they've got one of the kings. And what they do, <laughs> health and safety is not a huge thing in, uh, in Spain. No, not in Andalusia anyway. And so what they do is they'll usually have someone dressed up as a king. And by the way, just, just <laughs> on, in, in today's very sensitive culture, just to warn you, very often, because one of the kings was black, and very often they will dress up like blackface. 
um, as, as the king. Yeah, we did see one person do that. We saw quite a few people did do we? that. Yeah, a lot of the kings were. So, and I don't think it's necessarily, I'm, I'm pretty certain it's not a, you know, a nefarious uh, attitude towards it. It's just that that's what they've always done. Um, and so you, they'll stand there and they'll have a big, huge, big sacks of boiled sweets and they will hoy these sweets at the, at the, at the people lining the streets. They will pelt them at you. They're gonna, they sting when they hit you. Yeah, you're, you're ducking for cover. So basically what you've got here is two potential health and safety issues. You've got one, you might get hit in the eye with a, with, with a, with a bonbon. Um, and two, you've got children scrabbling around the streets trying to grab all these, um, all these sweets whilst sort of 17-ton Arctic lorries are driving down the street. So, uh, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, you could potentially you've got to watch your child that doesn't run under a, tr under a truck. <laughs> um, but that's, that's the, the, um, the three Fiesta kings. Fiesta de los Reyes. Ah, or does it not say three kings? It's just los Reyes. Los Reyes, yeah. Um, and what's very famous around there is something called uh, Roscon de Reyes, uh, which is, and again, I'm sorry, I'm butchering this accent, but basically it's a circular cake, maybe about 12 centimeters, sorry, 12 inches by diameter. It looks like a massive donut. And then they just put, in, they put, now there's something in there. They put lots of sweets and stuff, weird looking red and white and green sweets on top. But is it right? Is that the one where they stick something in it, which is lucky to find it? Like a sixpence or a... Yeah, it's a coin, I think, isn't it? Is it a coin? Mm -hmm. So you'll find, so when they cut the cake up, someone will be lucky enough to find these things. Or will choke on it, which another health and safety hazard. <laughs> so we've picked up three so far around the 6th of January. Yeah, it is good though. It is, it is, and particularly as well because January is always a bit. You know, I'm not sure what it's like where where you live, but in the UK, it's usually like right, it's the second December. Sometimes even on the first, if people can be bothered, decorations come down. You're back to school. January starts, and it's all a bit like, ugh. Mm. Whereas at least having the epiphany on the sixth of January, and there's usually a bank holiday after it as well isn't mm -hmm. there they have so many bank holidays the spanish it's brilliant <laughs> um it, it does keep it going until that festive feeling going a little bit longer doesn't it which is quite nice so if you love christmas then go to uh let me see i'd say probably go gotta go to prague um for the run-up to christmas uh then go to some german markets then go to spain to enjoy christmas and then go to poland particularly gdansk where the Christmas decorations stay up to about the 1st of February. And you've got yourself eight weeks of Christmas there. Mm -hmm. Top tip from the Sideways Life crew. <laughs> Anything else we want to talk about? I don't think so. I think Spain is such a cool place to be. And I think all I'd say is if you've only been in summer, um, which is when people tend to go to Spain, um, yeah, think about it for a winter break. Yes, it's not going to be as as you know, as, as obviously festive as places in Germany or or Czech or even Poland. Mm -hmm. um, but it, it has its own special charm around Christmas time and it's well worth a visit. It is, it is. And if you like Christmas sherry, then you'll look like Spain Ooh. because they drink sherry all year round. The sherry. We've six, not talked about the sherry. Six different types of sherry. No, we're not talking about six brands. There's thousands of brands, but there are six main types of sherry. Can you name them, Leanne? Uh, sure. Go ahead. Uh, Fino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just have like the crema one, don't they? Yes, yeah, so I think there's Fino, Manzanilla. Manzanilla. Then uh, Oloroso, sweet Oloroso, dry Oloroso. Cream, and then the really sweet one. Pedro Jimenez. Pedro Jimenez. Um, and so they're big fans of sherry. So if you do like sherry, and even if you don't like sherry, go to Spain and try the sherry because you might find, end up that you actually do quite like it. Mm, yeah, it's sure. Nice. 
Bristol, the Bristol cream tends to be the only sherry you get in the UK, and that's like the fifth of those six. So if you don't like that, then there's lots of dry sherries. Anyway, I think we've probably covered everything, haven't we? I think we have. I think we have. Do we tease tomorrow's? I don't know. What do we do? What are we doing on these? Tomorrow's exciting. Tomorrow, we're a bit late to the party because, as, as you may well know, Al had to hoi it back to the UK last weekend. <laughs> uh, but tomorrow, we're doing our Christmas decorations. We're going to go and get our tree. Um, we've got some ideas. We've got some plans. We've got some plan B. So we will tell you all about how we got on. Um, but what we're going to try and do is set ourselves a, a fairly modest budget. Um, because if you are an expat only there somewhere for a certain period of time or if you travel a, a full time, you don't want to be spending loads of money on decorations that you're not going to be able to take with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we're going to talk about how we've decorated our home on a little bit of a budget. Lovely. So we'll see you tomorrow. And uh, as ever, if you want to follow along with all the songs and the episodes, go to um, asidewayslife.com forward slash podmas. Or go to Spotify and search for what, Leanne? A Sideways Christmas. And you'll find a playlist with the uh, each episode corresponds to a, to a Christmas song. You'll find the Christmas song, then our episode. Christmas song, then our episode. Our dog's getting a bit weird now because it's past his dinner time. So we are going to go. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. <laughs>